Glasses. Check. Notes. Check. Solo queue otaku. Loading. Alright guys, I know I've been gone for like two weeks. And I'm pretty sure my mic is going to be picking up my headset creaking. I, I don't know why my headset does this. But I'm going to kick things off of some jobless reincarnation if my phone doesn't fall over. I'm just going to hold it. It's at like 20%. So hopefully it'll last until I get to the end of this. Um, so episode six. I forgot. I low-key forgot Rudy made figurines like just like out of clay using his clay magic just making figurines and um yeah elena why is she making students bust a nut in broad daylight she is crazy she's wild someone needs to lock this woman up these kids are like 15 years old <laughs> or i'm assuming they're uh, hopefully uh, i think 15 is a uh, adult in that uh world but still kind of kind of crazy um yeah and then uh rudy meets fitz in the library and he, he's you know he, he's treating fitz like a regular old dude you know like a regular guy regular degular and i can't wait for the ginger reveal <laughs> it's a girl <laughs> but um i'm just gonna just leave it at that uh so rudy and fitz got something in common they both were affected by the teleportation event that rudy's looking into whatever because lord man god told him to do so and i was like okay that's cool uh fitz acts ask rudy for help this time and you know rudy's like yeah why not i'll help you and then i'm like rudy thinking damn do i want to fuck a man right now like what is this feeling i'm feeling do I want to get inside of Fitz's pants? Like we're both dudes. Like why, why do I feel this way? Ah, I'm, I'm like, at this point, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Fitz is a man. Maybe I was just wrong. Throwing out some accusations that Fitz is a female. Um, because you know how, you know, some animes like to do that nonsense. Like, Oh, this this character is a female, but she looks male or masculine, I guess. Or this character is male, but he looks feminine. Yeah, I've been I've been baited by some characters like that before. I'm not gonna lie. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I've been baited. Um, and Rudy is so confused sexually right now. Like he doesn't know what he wants to do. It's like, do I want this man? Or do I want to keep chasing women? And he, he just lost. He's just lost. And <laughs> Zanaba, he loves figurines. He loves statues. He loves the art. But you ain't got to climb up on these statues butt ass naked. You, it's not necessary. It's really not necessary. But he's a funny ass Nick. He, he, even though he's like a side B character, I like him. I hope nothing bad happens to him. Like, this man cannot die. Keep him alive, please. And Rudy's trying to teach him how to make uh, figurines because he was like, well, if I teach him, like he can just make his own. But I, I'm like, I, I think Rudy's just fucking with him at this point. Like, yeah, he's never going to be able to learn this. I'm just messing with him. But maybe he's not. Maybe he's actually trying to teach him. That's just my opinion. And, uh, 
we learned that Zanaba cannot use magic to make uh, the figurines, and he can't sculpt them with his hands because he's clumsy. He he has no hands. So they were like, "Yeah, you you a lost cause. Like we should just give up on your dream of making figurines or sculpting them." And I guess Rudy, he shows Fitz the sculpture magic, and Fitz is like, "Yo, how'd you do that?" Like, and Fitz try to copy him, and then Fitz is like, "Yeah, no normal person can do this." And I'm like, "Well, uh, Rudy's not normal. He's just him. He's him. He's not normal. He can do it all if he can just put his mind to it and stop thinking about dumb shit like his penis not working." Um. Where, where was I at? I got lost in my own notes. I'm sorry. I started rambling about bullshit. That's not even what I wrote down. Um, and then, like, Fitz brings up this idea. Let's let's just go get Zanaba a slave. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. You can just buy slaves normally? I mean, I guess it is a different world. You know, you can just go out there and go buy a slave or two. And they're talking about buying slaves. And I was, I started thinking, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Fitz was like walking with him. And I'm like, Fitz really like big brain Rudy. And was like, yeah, let's go for a walk or whatever and talk about shit. My God, this is a date. <laughs> Fitz really orchestrated a whole ass date and no one knows what Fitz. And <clears throat> And I started thinking, I was like, wait, wait, maybe I'm just too big brained for this right now, for this episode. Thinking, but I'm thinking maybe Fitz was a slave or rather was one. And Fitz is just a big, a smart motherfucker. Told Rudy to get a child slave and teach the magic young so they can cast incantationless magic because it's easier to learn at a younger age. And I was like, well, that is I guess that is true because Rudy started doing it at a younger age and look at him. He has a excessive mana pool because apparently you practicing magic at young age also expands your mana pool. And I was like, that's crazy. And then I was, I stopped again. I had to stop again. I was like, maybe I'm thinking way too outside the box with this one. Rudy said he wanted to meet Fitz's master, right? And the same master that taught Fitz incantationless magic and Fitz said that would be difficult or something like that. I, I don't really remember. I, I, Fitz, I remember Fitz saying it would be difficult for them to meet his master. And I was like, wait, what if Fitz is from the future and Rudy is Fitz's master? And after that, after saying that out loud, I was like, wait, I sound cracked out right now. Like, I sound cracked out. But shit, I might have to rewatch the first season. Because when they went to go get uh, that child slave. She she was a dwarf, I believe. Since when could Rudy speak dwarf? Dwarfism? No, 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 that's not right. Ignore I said that. Don't, mm, do not clip that. I did not mean that. I'm sorry. Um. But yeah, Rudy was like looking into her eyes and he, he was like, yo, she doesn't want to live anymore. Like I had those same eyes. And he asked her, you, do you want me to kill you? 
and Rudy is ready to murder this slave. Murder this child just because if she said yes. Um, she said she didn't want to die. So they bought a slave. Um, Rudy's the MC. Like, he could buy slaves all day, every day if he wants to. I'm not going to get mad at him unless he treats them poorly. Then, then I'll get mad. So Rudy's like having her, I mean, cause she's not really Rudy's slave. She's Zonaba's slave and he's teaching her, Zonaba's teaching her how to do like, you know, the mundane shit, like cleaning, I think cooking. I don't really remember. Um, just like, you know, manual tasks that you would have a slave do. That's not too hard for her to do since she's a child, but she's a dwarf. So she might have some sort of a degree of strength. And then, um, the other half of the day, Rudy's teaching her magic trying to get her man to pull up to get her, you know, to that level where they need her to be. So she can, this is all so she can make fucking figurines for Zanaba. It's crazy. This is just too much. <laughs> and then, uh, Rudy's also teaching her language in addition to magic. So she can speak with them. Like, you know, without him having to speak, uh, dwarf, I'm just going to stay with dwarf. <laughs> He's just teaching her so they don't have to speak in dwarf or as Rudy being a translator. Because uh, obviously, I don't think Zanaba, not maybe not obviously, I don't think Zanaba can speak that language. And it would be very difficult for him since he's technically her owner. God, that's so weird to say. This is 2023. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then we move on to episode seven because, like I said, I missed like a whole week. This is going to be maybe my longest episode that I'm probably ever going to do. Maybe, or they all might be this long now. Um, because uh, maybe not because I did add. I hold on, I'm gonna get to it. Episode seven of uh, Jobless Reincarnation, episode seven. So it, it, it starts with uh, Fitz getting ready in the morning. I'm guessing I was right the whole time. Fitz is actually a female, and Fitz is like over here thinking about Rudy hard. She's crushing hard. I'm saying she because I, I have a feeling, I have a gut feeling this is a female. Fitz is crushing hard on Rudy. And Fitz goes on like morning runs or whatever, because she's like in her, on her mind. She's like, oh, this is the same thing I think Rudy would be doing. And you can see him in the background running the opposite direction. So, yes, he's running in the morning. He's training, trying to keep those physicals up. Um, I think I kind of zoned out like in this episode somewhere because uh, I, I skipped to. Rudy's still training Julie how to do magic. Um, she's getting better at it. No, no incantations. She can just poop out a pebble. Or at least that's what the scene made it look like. And. Um, Zanaba whips out uh, some old figurines that Rudy used to, uh, you know, Rudy had made and gave to him of a uh, regard. I think that's his name. And and uh, Rudy's like, oh, that that, that brings back memories. What, uh, do you happen to have the Roxy one with you? And some of us like, yeah, I left it. And Rudy's like, you're a liar. And he's like, well, I kind of have it on me somewhat. <laughs> when he pulled out that chest with uh, the Roxy, Roxy figurine in it. Oh, boy. When Rudy looked inside, he was ready to murder somebody. He was like, what happened to this beautiful figurine? What happened to my goddess? 
what happened to this piece of art this this art sent down from the heavens what happened to it that shit was broken to like a hundred pieces Rudy is pissed and while he's like like staring down Zanova Zanova God Julie's like creeping on her chair like yeah I'm gonna go hide behind this man cuz I don't want to die <laughs> um uh Zanova explained that he lost a duel to some uh girls I forgot their names I think I I think it's like I I don't remember I'm not even going to try to pronounce it um if somebody knows their names just let me know um uh where was i yeah Zanaba lost a duel and they broke they broke his they broke it because uh the wager was like put up your prize possession uh you know prize possession for prize possession Zanaba lost they didn't want it so they broke it because it was creepy quote unquote creepy maybe it was maybe to them it was rudy was kind of rudy's kind of messed up a little bit um so Rudy's like let me let's go handle this and I'm like Rudy's about to get fucking wicked he's about to put them in their place and they're they're cat girls I believe they're part of the same tribe uh get what what's her name get Gillet Gillane was from I I'm pretty sure that's not how you pronounce her name but the sword king master i think that was her title from that uh village that beast warrior village back in season one uh i uh they're actually related to her i believe that they were well she's their aunt i think elaine's actually their aunt aunt so these cat girls i'm I'm gonna refer to them as cat girls they have no shame what they did and rudy did not i know he did not just say what i think he said he's he pulled out the race car like Maybe you beasts aren't as good as you think you are. And I was like, he just called them the N-word without calling them the N-word. What? And one of them, she she got she got mad. She got real mad. She took a deep breath and started darting toward Rudy. She was not happy. Oh, uh, I wrote down one of their names. Linia, <laughs> Linia. I'm going with Linnea. Just uh, I don't want to rewatch the episode to get the right pronunciation in my in my head. I wrote it down as Linnea. Um, and thank yo, thank God Rudy got that demon eye because he was able to keep up with her movements and he he open palmed eight trigrams her in the face and then leg sweeped her, then stomped on her titties. Had the nerve to say, hmm. You're wearing white today. <laughs> oh, like, oh my god! And uh, Rudy has Zanaba attack the other girl. Uh, well, he was just chasing her around. She doesn't. She didn't. I don't think she really wanted to fight. He turns the dirt into mud, and she looks so confused, like what just happened. And Rudy fires a little pebble into her forehead and knock knocks her out. She he did to both of them, knocked them both out, tied them up, put a burlap burlap sack over their heads. And took them back to his room. And Rudy over here groping. He gropes one. I was like, hmm. Nothing. Nothing in my pants. I don't feel anything. Oh, well. I tried. It was this experiment. Um. 
Then Rudy was gonna like he 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 was gonna have the girls put the statue back together piece by piece. His honor was like, yeah, because not even Rudy, my great master Rudy, can put this back together. He's like, wait, <laughs> I've gotten better from the last time I made this. Uh, all the pieces are here. I can actually fix this. So I need to think of something else. I need to punish them. I need to think of something else from them for them to do so I can punish them. So Rudy travels to Fitz because, you know, that's his right hand man. You know, he's like, Fitz, I need your help. I got these girls tied up in my room. I groped one, but not like that. Like, I, I don't I didn't really touch them like that. So I'm not interested And if it's like, oh, my God, thank God you didn't do that because I, I love you secretly. But I can't tell you that yet because um, you think I'm a man. Everyone thinks I'm a man. <laughs> um. And so Fitz is like, I got an idea. I got a great punishment for them. Just let me let's go to your room right now. Rudy. Uh, sorry, Rudy and Fitz goes to the room. It looks like these girls pissed themselves. They are covered in liquids, liquids. That's all I can say is liquids. And they're apparently they're starving after being locked up for like a few hours. Maybe they have to eat. Maybe their species have it's not species. Maybe they're fuck species. I already said it. Maybe their species have to eat a certain amount of meat a day or whatever, or a certain certain amount of meat a day. Screw it. I said that too. Um, <clears throat> and they're calling him boss now. All it took was him to tie up, tie you guys up for a few hours, and now you're calling him boss. Y'all caved quick. And then uh, he's like, "Can you uh, can you just untie us?" And I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! Aren't y'all beast people? Like, can you not just?" pop the rope off your wrist real quick aren't you guys supposed to be strong physically or am i just like thinking too much about this but whatever he unties them and they're like oh we'll do everything we want but not nothing that would get us pregnant you have to wait for marriage for that i was like <laughs> oh these guys are funny these guys are real funny And um, so Fitz was like, well, I'm going to write on their face. That was a punishment. I was going to draw on their face. It's magic ink. If I say the incantation, it will stay in your face for life. Permanent tattoo magic or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Fitz just said that to scare them. There ain't no such thing, apparently. That doesn't exist. Uh, so they leave. Um, And Fitz is like laying on... uh. Rudy's bed. He sees Rudy's shrine. He's like, yo, can I, what's in there? And Rudy's like, no, 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 you cannot see that right now. You're not worthy. Basically, he said he wasn't worthy. And I was like, thank God, Rudy. You can't be out here showing that you, you have a pair of used panties in a shrine to every person that, that you see meet, okay? Not everyone needs to see the panties. And Fitz is like, <laughs> you want to see my full face? I could take my shades off for you. And Rudy's like, yeah, sure. And Fitz is getting so flushed. Fitz is like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm going to leave now. And then Rudy's thinking, man, if I would have saw his face, I'm going to have fucked him real quick. <laughs> uh, 
Rudy, Rudy uh, exploring his sexuality. Well, at least he thinks he's exploring his sexuality. It, it's, I guess it's cool. I mean, I can't disagree with it. Like, the way the anime is going. You know, they're giving us new shit. I'm okay with that. And this is why this episode might be longer than usual. I'm already 20 minutes in. And I think I'd normally do like 30 minutes. I watched a new anime. I think it was eight episodes. Reign of the Seven Spellblades. I thought it was going to be lame as hell. I heard it from a friend. He was talking, he, I heard it from a friend while he's talking to another one of our friends about it. And I was like, I got to see what the hype is. What was he talking about? Um, I'm assuming like on episode one, they showed us six characters and I'm like, Ooh, six characters. They're all going to, they're, they're all spell blades. Apparently I, that's what I'm assuming. It's a reign of the seven spell blades or six characters. I'm assuming these people are the spell blades. Um, I was wrong, <laughs> uh, but you know, I digress. I'll, I'll go into the episodes. So episode one, <clears throat> I was like, man, this is feeling like Harry Potter mixed with some other shit, but not really. They said this Academy has a 20% mortality rate consumed by the spell. The fuck does that even mean? 20% mortality rate. Is it mortality? I think mortality is the right word I was looking for. And I'm just saying, the last time I watched an anime that showed four plus characters in the first minute, I dropped it immediately. I stopped watching it. Um, but I'm going to give this one a better chance. And the anime I'm talking about that I dropped, I don't remember what the name was, but they showed like, I, I want to say eight characters within the first three minutes. And then they showed more and more like halfway through the episode. I was like, yeah, I can't watch this anymore. I don't remember a single one of their names. I can't watch this. At least I can remember the, these guys' names. It's crazy. <laughs> um, they got some shit-talking plants trying to get you to leave the academy. Like, yeah, you're not going to be good for this academy. You're going to die. You can might as well just go home now. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, they're showing the characters. I'm like the brown-haired bitch. She looked like she's going to die by the end of the third episode, but she kind of looks important, so probably not. Um, uh, she says she likes Fauna, and I was like, wait, you mean Flora, right? Isn't Flora, Fauna's not a thing, right? Or is that the same thing? Like, am I, am I, am I just stupid? I feel like Fauna is not a thing, and Flora, Flora is a thing. I heard of Florida. I never heard of Fauna, but, but I might be, I might just be wrong. I might, I might've heard it and just like put them together and thought floral, Flora. Yeah. Flora. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate saying that word. And you got the Goldilocks bitch. She looks, uh, she looks like a prissy little bitch and I don't like her. She's probably a princess or something. Uh, <laughs> then I wrote stop and stare. We all see a samurai right over there. And then I was like, yeah, because these guys never seen a uh, samurai before. Um, I guess that's also rare. And I was like, oh, a unicorn. And a magical parade of magical creatures or a parade of magical creatures, not a magical parade. I mean, I guess it could be a magical parade. 
Um, and there's a redhead farm boy. He said fauna, and I was like, uh, and I put two and two get two and two together. And I was like, okay, fauna, flora. It's it's two different things. Flora, I'm assuming, is like magical creatures and whatnot, and flora, obviously, plants. I I put two and two together. Don't worry. I'm I'm not I'm not dumb, but I, I mean I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. Oh fuck, maybe I am dumb. Um <clears throat> uh someone decided to prank the brown hair girl by casting a spell on her to make her run into the parade, probably to get hurt just a little bit. Uh because apparently there's factions in school that don't like fauna and uh they think fauna should be like wiped out or something like that. Magical creatures should be wiped out. Uh, so I think it's the anti, the, the anti-magic creatures. Like, we hate magic creatures. Those guys, I think they did the prank. Um, she ran in front of a troll, and the troll starts going out of control, started going crazy, going ape shit, rampaging, throwing shit, breaking shit, stepping on other magical creatures. And these, these motherfuckers did a combo spell to make a wind dragon, to make the troll distracted, so that the samurai bitch can get in there and... I guess knock out the troll with her blunt sword because apparently it doesn't even have an edge. What? What samurai doesn't have an edge? Whatever. And then uh, you know they go they cut to the opening ceremony with the headmistress. She kind of hot, Esmeralda. Kind of hot. Um, she gives a whole speech about the mortality rate consumed by the spell. She explains everything consumed by the spell being literally consumed by your spells, like you are gone yeah yeah i don't know i don't know how to explain that as well as she did watch episode one um <laughs> she flipped the room upside down what the fuck the room is another room on the ceiling 13 minutes in we now get in their names we got oliver the uh, the main character michaela the goldilocks bitch that i said she looks like a princess and i kind of don't like her right now uh, Katie, the brown haired, the brown haired, haired idiot that likes all fauna, and my guy, Guy, <laughs> his name is actually Guy. I, I actually knew a guy in high school. Uh, well, I knew a guy named Guy in high school, and his friend name was Gabe, and Gabe was a buddy. It, it, it was complicated, complicated. Um, but Guy was pretty cool. Um, the real, the real guy that I knew and guy in the anime. They're both pretty cool. Um, <laughs> um, he, he knows Flora because he grew up on a farm. But he is my favorite so far. Uh, Pete has no magic. Uh, he enrolled as a non-magical. That's nothing too special about him, I guess. Other than he likes reading. Nanao. 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 No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Nano. I think that's how you say it. Nano, the samurai. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the last one. Uh, Oliver, you know, he's taking a walk in the middle of the night. He gets, he gets confronted by a spy sent by his brother to protect him outside in the middle of the dark. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, fuck. Oliver's there on a mission? Oh, he on a mission. 
Okay. All right, bet. All right, cool. Let's see what this mission is. Let's see. Uh, not, uh, he keeps walking. Nano is bathing in the fountain outside, out in the open. Um, and she says she is peering for uh, that purifying the blood from the war that she was fighting in. And I was like, okay, I guess that makes sense. And Oliver's like, sniff, sniff. <laughs> um, there's a scent of blood on her that nothing can get rid of. But, you know, Oliver's a secret agent, man. So all I need to know, I need to know more about this mission he on. Obviously, the episode ends right there, so we don't get no, no clue about his mission. So episode two starts. Uh, the students are in a sword, like a sword, like combat type class, learning about sword fights, I, I guess. And someone asked about spell blades. And apparently spell blades are OP. Uh, the teacher said that like it's uh, they, they people with a one hit kill. Like an undodgeable. Attack. And I'm thinking like, what are the chances that Oliver? It's one of these niggas. I mean, he is the MC after all. Wouldn't it be fair to assume that he's capable of something like this, something of this nature. And then that got me thinking, I was like, wait, what if Nano has one of these moves? Because they like they're focused on her too much. It's episode two. They're focusing on this girl way too much. Either that or she's going to die soon. And. I mean, she is a samurai and niggas never seen a samurai before either. And I was like, I remember saying that she has like good magic, like phenomenal magical potential because like her hair turns white or something like that some some weird shit about her hair turning white and that just means that she has like a lot of magic potential but it could turn like back to her normal purple colored hair um <clears throat> she also did say that her magic wasn't that great and i was like you probably got a spell blade you probably op as hell if your magic's not great in a magic anime, you might be OP. Like, look at Mashal. Mash is stupid strong with his muscle magic. No magic. Um, where was I? Um, the teacher had the students pair up to spar. And here comes Mr. Big Shot, who thinks he's better than the whole class, challenging Nano to. Uh, a, a little little spar match because she's from this country named Asia. Don't worry, not like Asia. Asia is like A I Z A Asia. And he heard that samurais are nutty, like nutty strong. And Oliver butts in like, nah, 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 nah. I'll spar with her instead. And Chelsea, the Goldilocks girl, is like, I'll take on the asshole. I'll fight him. Nano and Oliver are going at it, and something just like clicked in both their minds. Like, it's no fun, <clears throat> no fun unless we're fighting to kill each other. And these motherfuckers went so hard that they broke the anti lethality spell that the teacher put on their swords. And they didn't even realize it. And the teacher's like, nah, 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 y'all gotta stop right there. Stop. Y'all almost killed each other accidentally. And Oliver snapped on her, like, yo. I'm never fight you again. I don't want to die or kill you. Of course, that makes uh, Nano sad. She she's like, all she wants to do is die in battle, like a true warrior. Because I guess that's the way of her people. <laughs> uh, 
Then, like, it goes to the second class. It was boring as hell. I don't think they did anything in second class that was noteworthy other than the teacher saying, magic uh, is in our everyday lives. Use magic to solve your problems, not swords. Uh, the third period, they had to, like, help these, like, caterpillar-looking ass things, like, cocoon up so they can, like, you know, survive or whatever. And if they, if they mess up, they, the cocoons turn black and they turn into these ugly-ass bugs that bite you. <laughs> And I was like, okay. Um, fast forward. Um, Pete said, oh, I left my book somewhere. And then apparently, like, there's a labyrinth in the, in the academy, like, just that changes the academy. Like, I, I was so confused. I was like, when did y'all explain this? Apparently, they explained it now. There's a labyrinth in the academy. And at night, the labyrinth starts shifting the academy around. And it's not safe to be wandering around the halls. Because you can just find yourself walking down one hall, turn around, bam, you're in a labyrinth. Um, so Oliver and Chelsea, I'm not gonna pronounce. I'm not gonna even try to pronounce her short name. Like she said, call me like Chelia. How's that even shorter? Whatever. Um, they're like, yeah, we'll help you find it because yeah, the labyrinth. And Oh, sorry, uh, yeah, it's, it's late for me. So they're walking out the classroom. They open the door. Bam, brick wall. They trapped in the labyrinth already. I'm like, yo, y'all motherfuckers has just walked into the classroom. And y'all about to walk out. How y'all get lost in labyrinth already? <sighs> so they start wandering the labyrinth and then bam, a fourth year uh, upperclassman shows up. And she's like, oh, I'm so sexy. Seduce, seduce, seduce. And I was like, yo, she about to kill y'all. And apparently Oliver's immune to her perfume that makes everybody want to, you know, jump on her bones. Except for Pete. Pete was, uh, he was getting seduced hard. And I'm going to refer to this section as Oliver and the gang because I'm not trying to say their names over and over again. Maybe. Um, They run away from her. Like, they get away from her. They like snap pee out of the, the, the perfume smell. It's like, yo, we got to go. So Oliver, Pete, and Chalea, Chelsea, they run away. Straight into a fifth year student. <laughs> Straight into a fifth year that wants to also hurt them. And then we go to episode number three. The fifth and the fourth year start yelling at each other. The fifth year called her a succubus. A succubus. succubus. She don't like that at all because apparently that's that that makes her mad. She 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 got angry, and she like gave birth through her like actual like belly button of this hideous disgusting creature. I'm like, mm. yeah, you might be a succubus. <laughs> and um, the fifth year and the fourth year they start fighting because I'm pretty sure they both want to like you know kill these students for for no reason at all. Um, so Oliver and the gang they make a break for it again. The fifth year put up a wall of bones because apparently his magic is like necromancy or bone magic or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Apparently he needs corpses to make his bones do bone stuff. Puts up a wall of bones. And here comes Nano to save the day. And she's gone. She went to go fight those two uh, strong upperclassmen because she wants to die in battle. Because she knows damn well she can't win. Oliver knew she couldn't win, so he's like, damn it, I gotta go fight and try to protect her now. Uh, 
He's like, I'm not going to let you throw your life away for the, for us. And thank God for the student body president for stepping in and saving all these kids from being recruited. The fuck is wrong with this academy? You do not recruit kids like that. <laughs> no wonder this academy has a 20% mortality rate. 20% of your students go missing, die, or lose limbs, or go insane. You know, these fucking ass upperclassmen. And then the student body president told them to go back deeper into the lab where they belong. And these motherfuckers just walk through walls. Like, do you also disappear and fly? Are you much more unique than the other guy? Are you a phantom? A Danny phantom. He's a phantom. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Um... They get out of the labyrinth and meet with the rest of the, you know, the, with, uh, Katie, the brown haired girl, Guy, and Pete. No, Pete's with them. Yeah, because Nano no went down. Nano, no, Nano, God, I'm, I'm gonna fuck her name up so many times for a new, a few more episodes. She went down there too. So yeah, just, uh, Guy and Katie. They, they met up with Guy and Katie. Um, and they were just saying how, Nanano needs to change her life because like like the way she used to live is not the way she needs to live now. She doesn't need to look for um look for uh what did I write down? Look for you know the way out. She don't need to crash out. I, I've heard that term before. She don't need to crash out. Um yeah, she starts talking about her life. Uh, Nano starts talking about her life uh, before the academy, how she was uh, at war. She was saved by a curly-haired man. Apparently, that was part of uh, Chelsea's family. A man just like a butler. Crazy. How your butler and your family stronger than these fucking samurai? That's fucking crazy. Um, he watched the whole fight and was like, nah, y'all can't kill her. She's too good. She got too much potential. Uh, then he goes on and uh, about how... Oh, she, she goes on. My bad, not he. She goes on about how her people fight to find love and die by their true love or something like that. And I'm like, this is ass backwards. What do you want to kill your true? Whatever. Um, well, I mean, then I guess you won't have anything to live for. Um, and uh, everybody's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you got to change that, change that way of thinking. You, you don't need to die for love. And then I realized I fucked up episode two and three i got them mixed up episode three this is episode three this is where the teacher explains the spell blade thing um but the sparring that happened in episode two that did happen but back to episode three andrews that's the asshole's name i couldn't i don't think they said his name until now maybe they did i just ignored it because i was like fuck that guy i'll get it later andrews wanted to fight oliver and andrew the asshole just wanted to prove his strength like I could be Nano in a duel. Like, I just want to be her in a duel last episode. And Oliver's like, bet. I'll, I'll fight you instead. And Nano's like, Oliver. She says this out loud, too, for everybody here. I know you're, you're not walking with purpose. You're about to throw this fight. I can see it in the way that you walk. I'm like, why are you looking at my man's gate, man? He just wanted to just make Andrews feel better about himself. That's all he was trying to do. No harm, no foul. Or the angel's pissed. Because he's like, Oliver's looking down on me. And he kind of is. Uh, after class, Oliver gets a, gets a, gets 
uh, uh, I guess, news from Pete that someone was going to execute the troll. And Katie went to go stop it. And Katie's standing in front of the cage trying to like stop this, uh, this nigga Darius from the execution. And he hits her with some pain magic mumbo jumbo. Like, bam, you're hurt now. She's in pain. She is like on the ground. Like, just, I, I can't think of the word right now. I want to say like writhing in pain. Ed. And Oliver and the gang arrive, and Darius is ready to blast all of them. Like, I'm about to blast you. You get some pain. You get some pain. You get some pain. And luckily, they were saved by another strong motherfucker. Uh, what's her name? Vera Milligan. She seems kind of cool. Like, her and Katie have a lot in common. Um, she probably learned a lot from her. And um, they, they, they're walking back to their, I guess, their dorms, and then Oliver gets a carrier pigeon from Andrews challenging him and I don't know to a duel. I'm like, bro, this nigga is really considering a two V one shit. Maybe he is that strong, but ain't no fucking way. Right. <laughs> ain't no fucking way. And in episode four rolls around, Katie tries talking to the troll and, you know, asking him to eat. And the other kids are just making fun of her for it. Kids talking shit about Katie behind her back. Guy's about to go off about it. Oliver stops him. Was like, nah, don't do it. it. It ain't no problem. They're they're just talking shit, you know. They they just talking shit. And Katie walks into the room, and they start making fun of her to her face. And Oliver had enough. He just blasted them with incendio. <laughs> I was like, God damn, Oliver. However, Guy and Anio fucked up all those students. All of them. And they all got detention. All three of them got detention. You know, they were just sticking up for a friend, you know. Because Katie, she was she couldn't fight back for herself. I don't think she had it in her. Those three, Guy, Nanio, and Oliver, they they didn't. Um Oliver and the gang they hate they head out hate hate they head out for the challenge that Andrews issued. Uh, they go through a painting. What in the Harry Potter am I fucking watching? Oh my fucking god! They're walking through paintings now. Okay, I guess the the painting took them into the labyrinth that they were told not to go into. Uh, without, I guess a guide. I mean, but they had a guide, sort of. I mean, yeah, they, they did have a guide. They had upperclassmen guide them through to where they need to go to this big-ass coliseum behind this big-ass door. Um, Andrews, you know, they get to the coliseum Andrews, you know, because he, uh, he a bitch. Changed the rules on them when they got there. I was like, yeah, let's, let's see who can kill the most magic beasts. And, um, yeah. These magic beasts clearly didn't want to fight. They did not want to fight back. They were like, we just want to go out. We want to leave. And. Um, a high level magic beast gets loose and starts murking everyone like left, right, up, center, down, a B square triangle start. And I was like, yo, 
then he, the, 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 the magic, I think they called it a Gardo. Puts like this, this, he, like it, he, she, it shouts and it's like magic leatherings above the head, above its head. Like, uh, basically saying, how does it feel to be the prey now? I was like, damn, y'all about to die. <laughs> um, <sighs> oh, man, I'm sorry. Uh, Andrew starts running away, and then Oliver's like, no, Andrew, don't run away. If you run away, it's going to attack you. I think it was going to attack him regardless if he ran or not. Uh, so it started to attack him. Nanos, oh God, she stepped in, protected him, and then um, she said something smart to it. And I was like, "Damn, she about to tame this motherfucker. She about to get a, she about to get a, a familiar. She about to tame this mad, this high level magical beast, and people are gonna be like on her dick about it." Um, Oliver starts tag teaming it with her, and she's looking bad. And here comes Andrews to help with the win. And what the fuck did I just watch? She cut off the fucking Garda's head. Well, there goes my taming theory. That wasn't happening. I mean, unless you could just glue it back on real quick. Just glue the head back on. It's good and new. Good and new, right? Good and new. Episode 5. Uh... Katie is back with Joel. She's eating the troll food, trying to get the troll to eat the food. Like, yeah, it's good. It's not poison. It's good. It's all good. Uh, all the students heard what happened at the Coliseum. Now they're all on Nanio's dick because she defeated the monster. You know, not like she had help or anything. Olive feels left out because uh, Chelsea said that the way he fought was plain. That's why nobody's giving him any attention. Uh, Chelsea gives him a kiss on the cheek like this is your prize from me. Nano uh, does then oh yeah then Nano she kisses him on the cheek and she's like I want to kiss too. Oliver was about to kiss her but his sister cousin shows up. I, I, I don't know it was kind of confusing when they said it. it. It's not I think it's his cousin. He there it's like his sister to she's like his sister to him. But I think it was his cousin. Uh later they have they they had potions class and that fucker Darius was there. <sighs> He's a teacher. I thought he was a fucking student this whole time. And of course everybody starts fucking up their potions, and here comes Oliver, Captain Sabaho. Save everyone from fucking up. Darius knows his Oliver handled the situations well. He was like, nice job. I like you. I like you a lot. And Andrews, after the whole guard incident, Andrews, he was you know, a little more friendlier. He's like, hey, I'll give you some advice. Don't trust Darius. He's not to be trusted. Don't trust that nigga. And uh, <sighs> excuse me. Um, Katie goes back to the troll again and the troll's finally eating and starts speaking to her. And he said, no, come here no more and no trust that woman. She very bad lady. And I was like, who, what woman? Ah, oh, 
Farrah, why'd you have me a bad person? She kidnapped Katie and was like, I'm going to dissect her brain to see how it made the troll speak to her. Well, how does that even make sense? The troll just didn't want to speak to you. Because you're a bad person, apparently experimenting on a troll's brain to get it to speak human language. Or something like that. And I was like, yeah, they don't want to talk to you. Katie's a good person. It felt that. And they show that Vera has a Medusa eye in her in her head. Like she has a Medusa eye. Okay, I guess I know what Medusa's eyes do. So you know, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, turns shit to stone. I think I think specifically men, but for the anime, I guess it's anything she looks at. Episode six: Oliver and Nano's trying to come up with a strat uh, to defeat Vera. Nothing's working. Nano redirected a spell with her sword, and that was kind of cool as fuck. Like she just like swung her sword wrapped the spell in it and flung it away and i was like yo that was awesome and she probably doesn't even know she did that shit it was probably all instinctive to her and um nano gets behind vera and of course vera has another medusa eye in her fucking hand in her hand so you got past the one in her face but what about the one in my hand And I know it was like the spell moves faster. The spell from the eye moves faster than the speed of light or fast as the speed of light. And she said, I just have to slice through space and time to move faster than that light. And I was like, what does that even mean? How can you say something so confidently? And then Anil shatters reality and cuts off Vera's hand. How, and I would think that's a that move was a spell blade because like it was like in the the realm of possibility of that being a spell blade. Uh, I'm take a drink of water. Um, let's see. And I would think that move was a spell blade. He thinks that Nanio is the seventh spell blade. And I was like, she has to be the seventh spellblade. It's called the Reign of the Seven Spellblade. She has to be the seventh spellblade. And I'm like, then who are the other six? <laughs> like, who are the other six? Um, Darius came to Oliver, took him away to some secret location to recruit him. I guess he, because uh, Oliver's an all-around mage. This is his words. He's like, you're an all-around mage that can do everything. And people like you are interesting i believe or important and i will i want somebody like you um <sighs> oh sorry he said oliver yeah, you you are all around mage that can do just about anything i want you to join me and oliver hit him with the where were you during a january insurrection right <laughs> And Darius was like, ain't no way that bitch had a kid. Oliver was like, I thank you for being the same piece of shit I know seven years ago. I can kill you with no remorse. Oliver and him start going at it. Oliver knows there's a skill gap because obviously Darius has more experience fighting than he does, than Oliver does. But Oliver is the GOAT. <laughs> he is the 
goat. This nigga Oliver has the fourth spell blade. Ungastavia, the thread that crosses the abyss. Oh, I had to listen to that three times because it just sounded so nice. And Oliver said they tortured his mom in 128 forms. Damn. And Oliver said he experienced all 128 of them so he can afflict them all on Darius. And I think Oliver might be a little cuckoo bananas. So the torture starts happening and Oliver's like, it'll stop when you say the right words. Darius taps out at 57. I don't know if I can even get past one, but Darius tapped out at 57 and said, please end it. And Oliver just, you know, you know, took his head off and kind of just put the sword in his neck. I was like, well, that's over for Darius. It's up for him. Back him up. Um, so Oliver's a leader of a cult. He's a leader of a cult. That, that's cool. And he starts showing his targets. This motherfucker Oliver has to kill the whole staff. The whole school staff and the headmistress. This shit about to be brazy. And episode seven, you know, starts off with the round table of evil niggas talking about Darius getting got by Oliver. Obviously, they don't know it was Oliver. Curly haired Theodore shows up. That's uh, the, the butler guy from uh, none of those country that, you know, recruited her to come to the school. That wasn't a butler. That was Chelsea's father. I do not want him part of this bullshit. I like his family so far. And then he goes to Pete having some weird ass dream. Talking about he, he feels hot, wakes up as a girl. Oh, uh, Pete? Are you, are you a P-tet? <laughs> Have you been a P-tet this whole time? Did you just blossom into your womanhood? Man's wake up a woman. I was like, somebody messing with Pete. Somebody has to get like cast a spell on him or something. Like, you woman now, abracadabra. Maybe not like that, though. Um, apparently, Chelsea's family is so full of assholes because uh, I guess her cousin walks to the cafeteria and she just starts talking shit. That wasn't cafeteria, it was outside. Starts talking shit to her, and I'm like, mm, you're all assholes except for her, apparently. Okay. I guess they just don't fuck with each other. But, you know, Chelsea might be, you know, young and dumb and don't know anything about her family. Um, so they have front, they have frying, flying brooms. Reminds me of Harry Potter and the whole Grimoire selection from Black Clover. There's no other way I can explain it. It just reminds me of Harry Potter and Black Clover. Uh, oops, my bad. Uh, Oliver got to kill Theodore too, man. Damn, that's gonna cause some issues. He got to kill him. And then Theodore said, "Um, hey Pete, next time I come back from Asia, I'll bring you a souvenir." And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> "Theodore, you're not gonna be in season two. What are you talking about? Your next trip back?" Um. Then uh, the other teacher shows the magic traps. And he was like, I might lose a hand or two if y'all fail. 
And some people did fill the traps and, you know, what popped out some fucking snakes, some Orochimaru's popped out the boxes. And I was like, this man really had something near about to die. But I mean, I guess they would have died because I think I guess the snakes were poisonous because he also gave them the anti venom. Or antidotes or whatever you want to call them. And then it, it turns out that Pete's, uh, 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 I almost said a brand, a, he's a transgender. Pete's a transgender. That's it. Uh, he's a reverse. They can switch between male and female or switch male and female. And as Pete, as a male, is not good with magic. But as female, he is good with magic. And apparently he does have magic. I, I just thought this whole time he said he didn't have magic. I might have been wrong. I might have read the subtitles wrong. But I swear they said he was non-magical. Um, Loki, Pete could stay a woman. I think he, she, would uh, be so much better for the cast as a woman. <laughs> that might be fucked up. In episode eight starts, they they tell me they got broom sports. And I'm just looking at my screen like, yeah, because y'all couldn't say y'all got quidditch, right? So y'all gotta hit each other off brooms with brooms off your broomsticks with other sticks. You're just gonna start whacking people with sticks off their brooms. Cause you can't play quidditch. But they said sports, it's plural. Maybe they do have something, some form of quidditch, but obviously they couldn't, they probably couldn't animate that because you know, copyright issues. Um And then some new first year shows up, starts talking shit to the whole gang without really talking shit. He just came there, talked shit without talking shit, and then left. And this is when I noticed that Crunchyroll added a skip intro button. Since when was there a skip intro button? This that feature has been needed for years. I'm just noticing it today. That's crazy. Then after the intro, Oliver showing off his short skills in class. He just says, Ipon. Uh, I was like, hey, I know that word. And then it reminded me uh, when I was playing Trivial Suit with some friends on Xbox. Uh, I don't remember exactly what the question was referring or stated, but it was referring to like basically what is like two points in Japanese or something like that. Um, I knew the answer because of all the anime I've watched and my friends were like, how the hell do you know that? I'm like, you know how I knew this. Don't ask dumb questions. You know the answer to. So I got that question, right? <laughs> and I just felt like a smart ass. You know, I just felt real smart. And I was, and I'm, I'm just sitting there like, Um, this looks like a Pete episode and I'm a hundred percent not invested in Pete. Like, give me somebody else. Give me, give me Katie back again. I don't like her, but give me, give me her back. I was wrong. This was not a Pete episode. So I kind of gave up on notes a little bit. Um, I don't like this nigga Rossi. He can go. He needs to be packed up, like pack the fuck up. Um, Rossi's the the, fir- the first year that was talking shit to them earlier. Yeah, he proposes a tournament. Like, hey, 
It's very simple. Win and gain a medal. In one week, the four with the most medals duke it out. And I'm like, this kind of sounds like Duel's Kingdom. Like, are you just mashing shit together now? Like, you're taking Duel's Kingdom, you're taking Harry Potter, Black Clover, some other shit I'm pretty sure I've missed. Um, and then some no-name bitch I've never seen before it comes up to Nano and challenges her like, hey, I'm going to fight you. Duel me. And she gets wiped out in seconds as soon as the match started. As soon as the duel started, Nano was like, nope, you lose. The end, I win. <laughs> yeah, you don't fuck with Nano. She, she, she's strong. She's strong. Hear how Ty is going on. What the hell did I write? Hear how Ty is going on. I don't know what I wrote here. That makes no sense to me. Um. Oh, oh, oh okay, I remember. This is how, this, this is what I was saying. I, I was saying this is how I, I, I feel like this is going to go. It's going to be Rossi, Oliver, uh, Chelsea, and Nano as the last four. And I feel like Oliver might throw for no reason. Okay, maybe not for no reason, but, you know, to keep his identity. But he might throw a little bit. Um, then Oliver gets a message from the, 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 this chick that's like, you know, following him around, be supposed to be his like silent protector. She's like, yo, your brother wants to meet you. Come to the labyrinth to, to this spot. So Oliver goes to the labyrinth and he meets the, the succubus, the, the succubus girl. And he's just chatting, just talking it up. And Oliver, he is so good at playing dumb and weak and stupid. Like he's so good at it. Like I'm pretty sure he can just snap his fingers and she's gone. Maybe not gone, but he can beat her. And then like they, they explain that the broom that Nano tamed used to belong to Oliver's mom. And I was like, okay, this is meant to be. She's meant to have like she's she's the MC. Oliver's not the MC. She's the MC. We're just seeing it from her his perspective. <laughs> um And of course, Rossi, this man is following Oliver through the labyrinth. Why are you stalking this man in the freaking labyrinth? Makes no sense. He knows you're there, too, which is crazy. He's like, yeah, you can come on out now, Rossi. He called you by your name. That was the crazy part. I wrote slacking. I meant to put stalking. Um, and then Rossi challenges Oliver to a duel. <laughs> Not gonna lie, Rossi kind of cold with the sword, even though he does fight dirty. He he even said he fight dirty, like because he said those three basic styles aren't for me. Fighting dirty is easier and faster and better. I mean, he was giving Oliver the hands. He punched him three times in the face. I mean, it's supposed to be a sword fight, but he did punch him with the metal plating plating on their gloves. Like, why do y'all have metal plating on your gloves? That doesn't make any sense either. Um. Oliver gets pissed after that. He's like, lecture, lecture, lecture. I'm going to beat you in eight moves. And he said, man of his word, he beat him in eight moves. Exactly. I'm convinced Oliver's like a, a golem or a robot or something. He, he's not human. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up with, am I actually the strongest, I believe? Yeah, 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 am I actually the strongest episode 
six. I felt like I missed a week on this, or maybe they took a break and I haven't seen it. I'm thinking they took a break. Um, <clears throat> I, I vaguely remember stuff from the last episode uh, about the, the queen getting some new jewelry around her neck that she can't take off. <laughs> Slave collar. Um, So, uh, where was I? Where was I? Was I? Uh, apparently, Hearthstone still has the skeletons he took five years ago from those mages in the forest. Still has the skeletons. They can speak. They have their own town. They grow crops. They have other monsters living in that town. Uh, this man, Haruto, is removed Tempest from reincarnated as a slime. And why are the skeletons growing food? Do skeletons need to eat? Why? why? And I was like, well, yeah, they, they have other monsters in the town. Of course, they need to grow food for the other monsters. Maybe they don't need to eat. Maybe the other monsters do. They don't. Um, and I guess, the, what was it, the leader of the village, Johnny, he was the, like, the captain of the skeletons or whatever, something like that. Um. He says something about feeling something in his bones, and I was like, please don't make a broke joke uh, from One Piece. Broke from One Piece. I was like, please don't make a broke joke. And I was like, all right, we're in a clear, never mind, he did it. Uh, someone needs to get Charlotte away from Haruto and his damn internet. She's out here using Google. She's giving Haruto's alter egos new names. Uh, the Black Knight. She's calling him Shiva. Yes, the, the god of... Uh, what is it destruction and she went to the village and named the village pandemonium i think it was like garden for monsters or something like that <clears throat> please go over google and It goes to the eye catch in the middle of the episode. I hate the eye catches. I I hate them so much. They they spoil stuff sometimes. Um, they show like a ice wielding maid. I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. I know what's about to happen this episode now, as, especially since after the eye catch, they show an ice dragon being attacked by some adventurers. And I'm like, I know exactly where this is going. He's gonna go save the ice dragon. She's gonna form a bond with him. Bam, that's the maid, and that's the attendant he's going to send to his cop, his clone, at the school. I, I, that's exactly where this is going. <clears throat> um, my bad. She's a blizzard dragon, not an ice dragon, a blizzard dragon. Let me be correct about it. And here comes Haruto play, uh, playing Captain Sabaho. First off, this dragon's rude as hell. Ignore my man Haruto. She explains her story about how she was chased out of her den by adventurers. Uh, she was also living by herself for 300 years, reading books. Haruto was like, really like, oh my God, I want that. You're the ultimate, like, ultimate shut-in. <laughs> Can I be like you? Um, long story short, she forms a pact with Haruto after uh, Play explains, like, hey, yeah, he's, he's the new demon lord. 
like her whole like story like yeah he's a demon lord blah, blah, blah. it took like an hour to explain in the anime they, they skipped over all of it so it don't it don't matter she's oh okay i get it so the I, the blizzard dragon forms is packed with haruto uh she turns into a maid the you know the same maid we saw from the eye catch i fucking hate that i i hate that they showed that um she's kind of smaller than i thought she's gonna be and Flay gets all, I'm number one, you're number two. Uh, Haruto names her Lisa, L-I-Z-A, not Lisa, Lisa. His naming scheme is so simple. He thought, oh, you're a dragon. A dragon is a big lizard. Lizard equals Lisa. Uh, Haruto flies into the air, was like, follow me. We, let's go back to the, the pandemonium. Lisa sprouts wings and follows Haruto into the, into the air. Flay's like, Flay's tight as hell. She on the ground like, I can't fly. I'm number one and I can't fly. Uh, and I was thinking like, can it, can it hard to just open a portal up to the village and they can just walk through it? Why, why fly there when you can just all travel there instantaneously? That's what I was thinking. It made no sense. He didn't do that. Um, Yeah, that's the end of that. Um, I'm I might be dropping an episode every every two weeks instead of weekly. Um, it's just easier for me uh, that way. It's just easier on me that way as well. Um, there are a lot of things going on right now. Um, but that other than that, <clears throat> if there's any anime that you would like me to watch or react to, or you know, if you want to just hear my input on it or ask me a question, reach out to me on Twitter or what is now known as X and DM me. Um, I look at Twitter like three or five times a day. So there is a chance that I will see your, uh, I will see, I will see your DM or any, you know, mentions that, uh, that, you know, that are added at me, whatever, however Twitter works. I don't really use Twitter too often, but when I do, I, I just look at, I just scroll through, look at my messages and I get off. Um, <clears throat> share the podcast with your friends, family, um, coworkers, you know, everybody, just everybody. I, I would really, truly appreciate it. Um, I know I feel like my podcast may seem a little lazy, but they're not. I, I know I do no, I do zero editing for my podcast. I just don't have time to do it. So I have to upload everything raw. So if something's out or if there's some gaps, I, I have to leave it and I don't have time to really edit anything. Uh, nor do I have the funds to pay someone to edit it for me. Um, I'm just trying to get off the ground. I'm still starting out. So, you know, come with me on the journey to become number one, the number one anime podcast out there. Yeah, I said number one. All the other ones are going to be fighting over number two when I get up. All right. I can have number two. Only one number one. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be sure to follow me on Twitter or I guess X, but we all know it's Twitter. For any news about the podcast at Solo Q Otaku, uh, S O L O K U E U E O T A K U. Again, that's S O L O Q U E U E O T A K U. See, I didn't fuck up my name this time. <laughs> um, getting better. Peace out. That's been the pod.
Goodbye.